Mob's thoughts, no-touch knockouts, and psychology, a.k.a. context, context, context. No-touch knockouts. The thing of movies, Ripley's Believe It or Not, and various news stories. So first, are no-touch knockouts real? Do I believe in them? Yes and no. No-touch knockouts appear to follow the exact same rules as hypnosis and hypnotic suggestion. Meaning, on some level, the recipient of the hypnosis or the no-touch knockout has to be willing. What does that mean? So, if we see a news story where someone does some kamehameha thing, (laughs) and their student falls down and the paramedics on scene say yeah he he was really unconscious he was really knocked out yeah in that sense the no touch knockout was real why then um, when you bring in someone who's not the student an unwilling person does it not work because it's following the same rules as hypnotic suggestion when you go to a psychotherapist and they're going to do hypnosis on you, if you don't want to do the hypnosis or you don't believe in it, it's not going to do anything for you. You go to another therapist who's not going to use that method. If you're willing to be open to the hypnosis and do whatever um, it's going to help you with, then it may help you. In terms of martial arts... If you go to a place where the teacher practices no-touch knockouts, just by you accepting and you being a student, um, you are on some level willing to obviously learn from that person but also receive what it is they're teaching. So if they you know, take their long-time student or whatever and knock them out with no-touch, yeah, I mean, they're the student. They're on some level willing. Now, the issue of who it is that's doing the no-touch knockouts. I know of one person, at least, who does have legitimate fighting skill in other areas and legitimate knowledge that has demonstrated no-touch knockouts and that significantly impacted that person's reputation, of course. Um, And... To me, I don't know why he chose to do that. It seems kind of ridiculous that he would do that, and it kind of ruined uh, his ethos. But um, uh, there was other things that this person put out that were legitimate fighting stuff that uh, uh, can be useful. And then I've seen some other people who have zero knowledge and all. It's completely ridiculous. And, yeah, for the vast majority of people I've seen... It's completely ridiculous. Why then would a person, you know, practice these no-touch knockouts? For a lot of them, it seems to be an extension or an extreme version of other fears in general and misunderstandings about combat. Some generalizations. I would guess that a person that does these no-touch things likely fears zero distance. They likely fear being grabbed. 
they possibly likely fear being struck as well but uh, i'm guessing they fear a bear hug being grabbed around the waist i'm guessing that they think mma this is a whole nother issue but mma defines a rule set not even a necessarily training methods and techniques but <clears throat> in their conception somehow uh, discredits uh, everything that happened in the past in Asia is kind of strange. In general, I would guess this person is full of fear of actual fighting confrontation. So much so that not only do they believe that they don't need to grab or get close to anybody, not only do they believe that they can just rely on strikes and no other form of control, uh, not only do they believe that they can somehow maintain this long-range, long-distance stuff and finish people off, in their concept, they don't even have to touch you. Obviously, that is completely ridiculous. And describes an extreme level of fear and misunderstanding of the general patterns of combat, necessary training methods, and it's quite sad that someone like that would have students um, that are be guiding into that way of thinking. And again, judge people by their fruits. Unripe trees produce unripe fruit. And it's highly likely that a teacher who is fearful will have students who are fearful as well.